0: Avenger. He's a different kind of hero.
1: He's a different kind of hero, and we are a different kind of podcast. This is Slashers, a horror movie podcast brought to you by two goons, one of whom is not squirting out his butt as we speak. That's our new tagline for this week. You might recall that Brian challenged Jake to come up with a new one every week. I think that one was Scrum umptious. What do you say, Producer Chad? I think it works perfect. How does it feel to skulk out from behind the shadows and get on screen with us, with me?
2: Absolutely terrifying.
1: Yeah? You're not digging it?
2: (laughs) No, it's all right. This is my first podcast, so
1: I am a podcast virgin. Be gentle. Oh, I won't. I'm going to rip that ass. (laughs) No, I was going to make a joke about quasimodo but i didn't want you to be like self-deprecating so i wasn't gonna do it because notre (laughs) dame just burned down and there's your time capsule to find out when we record these episodes jesus jiminy jillikers how sad i guess it's survived i was never gonna go there but yeah for sure it's expensive (laughs) as fuck i'm not going anywhere i can't even leave this fucking state yeah Ah, crazy times so we are doing the toxic avenger part three the last temptation of Toxy because this is part of a promotion that i put together that i then i should have been an asshole i think we can agree i should have <laughs> yes. been like i want toxi one and four and fuck everybody else but instead i was like hey everybody what do you think and everybody's like i'm gonna take the best one the second best one and the third best one and i was like oh and shit. we get left with all the shit 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 of all the movies and this is well and brian's out shitting yeah, so man. now you're stuck with like second best and a shitty movie? I won't I'm yeah, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic at your abilities, my friend. <laughs> I think the best laugh that we got on the don't get stabbed video was you saying, "I'm going to go take a shit." <laughs> and we were just completely flabbergasted. Oh, well, all right. So, thank uh, you for laughing at my everyday issues? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> by laughing at them, we're liberating you. That is true. Toxic Avengers pod game is to coincide with the Avengers end game, which is coming out because we're horror people and there aren't many superhero-y uh, horror movies that are out there. You got the man thing made for TV movie and a couple others. You got Brightburn coming out. But as it stands, the best superhero horror, I think we kind of have to agree, is the Toxic Avenger franchise, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah? If you forget about this movie.
1: If you forget about this one <laughs> of the series, yes, you actually do. So did you know, we'll go into trivia which we don't have a good name for. We didn't even mean for trivia to become a segment to our credit. Originally trivia was just filler a uh, playful banter to start off the episode, but it kind of devolved into madness. So trivia, did you know Toxic Avenger 1 was almost called Health Club Horror?
2: Hmm. I had no idea.
1: Not a good one. That doesn't no. roll off the tongue.
2: Toxic Avenger is way better.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And you can tell that the movie, the name came significantly after the movie. Which is evidenced by the fact that when the kids are wearing shirts, it says I heart monster hero.
2: Right. Yeah. Because I did hear that they didn't even have a name for Toxie. Right.
1: Yeah. He's just the monster. I mean, they never say Toxic Avenger. They never say Toxic. They never say Toxie. And it's only after that they kind of tried to ham up the superhero bits, which you can see a lot more in two and three. But in one, it's less of a, you know, outright like superhero parody. It's just almost like happy coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Marissa Tomei was in that movie? I did. As an extra. Yes. Unfortunately, boobless in the movie. She didn't have those installed until the next year's model. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Did you know that Variety described the original Toxic... Or no, excuse me. Not the original. They described this bullshit Toxic Avengers film that we are doing right now as toxic stew that in no particular order mixes lots of entrails half naked women and sound effects plucked from the three stooges (laughs) yeah that's about right yep and it's not even full naked women no sons of fucks
2: yeah it's like half side boob terrible yeah
1: we're the no there's lots of cross shots though like if you're a moose knuckle guy this is your film
2: yeah yeah but i mean she's wearing like seven pairs
1: of tights specifically moose knuckle i'm not talking about that's bear true. clams flapping around well you know jesus did i say that out loud <laughs> gonna regret that one for sure apparently this film was actually originally meant to be an entire film with toxic avenger 2 and then they were like well it's too fucking long so let's make two shitty movies instead of one semi-decent movie did you know that chad
2: yeah and it definitely shows
1: yeah for sure Like the voiceover in Toxic Avenger 2 is so clearly put in after the fact to supplement that they didn't reshoot scenes. (laughs) There are weird parts where it's like it repeats the exact same thing that the exposition did. It is just weird. There's
2: like four montage fillers.
1: Fuck. In each of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. It's
1: pretty bad. No good. If you're just showing a monster running, because like that was one of the things with Toxie in Tokyo is when he's running around, it's like jackass. Yeah. I mean it, there's no plot it's ju- literally just running around pointing at things,
2: right and getting reaction from like foreigners yeah
1: <laughs> we're like okay yeah i watched a tentacle gang rape a dude so i'm really not worried about this man in plastic <laughs> suit
2: yeah i watched an interview of Toxie or one of the guys that plays Toxie about that and just he's kind of making racial comments like everyone's so short over there and he towers over all of them and it was pretty interesting
1: yeah he's uh <laughs> Politely racist, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. You want to do me a favor, bud? What's up? Lean in a little closer to that. Way. Oh. So you're soft. I you to make sure. I want to make sure that this guy <laughs> is a okay on the volume. I realize that when I'm mixing, I usually put myself down a little bit. So I think I need to have a second mix or remix my mix. Also, because I suck at mixing. So what's I got to do? Did you know that Toxies. Dick is named John Henry.
2: (laughs) Yes, because they
1: mention it in this film. He actually has a line to his own penis. It's pretty great. And Chad brought this up. It's not in this film, but it's good to know. What was your point about the basketball scene in Toxic Avenger Part 2?
2: Oh, yeah. Kazam, the movie with uh, Shaq, right? Yep. Totally rips it off. He does it at the end of uh, his movie, and it's just as
1: terrible, but... I think the crappy CGI gets it done a little bit, though. It is so bad.
2: Yeah, that is true. You can, yeah. You guys just need to Google it or watch it on YouTube because it's
1: that bad. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely worth that Google search. It reminds me of the T-1000 when it's like mouth is throwing up its mouth. It's like that weird CGI where your brain's just like, I don't know what happening. <laughs> Not the same Uncanny Valley reaction, but still something where you just feel like your skin is falling because it's just so bleh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's glowing. Yeah. That's the cool part. Like, I don't know. I'm having grown up watching The Last Dragon on repeat a lot. Oh, my God. I love the glow. And so (laughs) if if I could have the glow, but it required Shaquille O'Neal to dunk me like a basketball, I'd have to consider it for a long, hard while.
2: Okay, I mean, that's the movie where he catches the bullet in his teeth, right?
1: Uh, or He catches it in his hand. Hmm. Who's the master?
2: enough. Oh, I'm thinking of the other.
1: I don't know. It has uh, Prince's girlfriend at the time was the love interest. I don't know why I'm looking this up. Let's see. Last (laughs) dragon Prince girlfriend. I think I want to say her name was like Genesis or something stupid. Well, that didn't do me any favors at all. It took me to the Dragon Prince, which is some last airbender show. Have you not Google? Have you not heard of the last dragon? Just type in last dragon. This is bullshit. I hate the Internet. The Internet can suck my. Oh, there we go. I'm at the IMDb page. Vanity. What is that? Vanity. I mean, it's kind of cool that she's one of the seven deadly sins. No,
2: he catches on. a bullet in his teeth in that movie.
1: Timac does? Yeah. Time In a
2: pool of water or like something at the very end. Catch
1: bullet with his teeth. Yes. Oh, he does. Boom. No, but is it Shonuf who catches the bullet? Shonuf catches the bullet with his teeth. Okay. Yes, I was right. <laughs> We're editing all of this shit out. <laughs> God damn it to hell. It's not even a horror podcast. I'm not even worried about it. It's not. It's a horror movie, so I'm fine. I still have my street cred, you know, whatever. Uh, so that let's, movie should be a horror movie. It's pretty bad. It's so good, though. <laughs> Bruce Leroy. Yeah. His parents own a pizzeria. It's the most culturally and ethnically progressive movie of our generation. Want to get into stabtistics? Yeah, let's do it. want to leave a five second gap in the video so that we can put in some cool graphics that Chad's going to make for free. Boom, and we're back from this awesome statistics introduction. Chad, did you know that this film was shot on a budget of $500,000?
2: I did not, and I think that it was too much.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So it feels
2: a... like we made this movie yeah. yesterday.
1: Absolutely. There's a joke in the movie where they do the fourth wall breaking, kind of like in Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which we just did, which you can find on YouTube. You can find it on Anchor.fm. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher. I Apple uh, Google you get my point the gag doesn't work I'm sorry
2: if you can't find it
1: you're stupid sorry oh yeah producer Chad said it so I'm still a good cop producer <laughs> Chad's bad cop black shirt on producer Chad blue shirt on Jake anyway in the film she mentions that they have a budget of two million dollars and the Toxic Avenger Part 2 has a 2.3 million dollar budget which applied to both of them and the reshoots and everything for this crap's testicular <laughs> poop sniffless is 500,000 the gross 363,561 (laughs) dollars too much whoa i mean can you imagine having never seen one two or four just going to a store buying this movie
2: oh god no
1: i would be so disappointed the only reason this movie exists is for new versions of box sets whether it's vhs blu-ray dvd that you can buy the whole set and then you just ignore this movie
2: right Yeah, because it's like missing the heart of like the other movies entirely.
1: So we had talked about that before. What do you think this movie lacks that, let's say, Toxie 1 has in terms of that kind of je ne sais quoi?
2: Uh, The action and kind of cool deaths that he kind of does. Yeah.
1: Boobs. Yep. There's no boobs.
2: Well, there is like one where she's like painted and. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like
1: glowy. I don't know. It's very strange. And then there's a it's side like, boob in the bed with Claire, which is right.
2: It's like black light boobies.
1: That one's kind of cool though.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's just a weird scene in itself, though.
1: You know what I'm thinking? What? I'm thinking this. So when we did the episode for Street Trash, James mm-hmm. Muro, the director, ended up being the steady cam operator for James Cameron. I think that James Cameron, through his association with James Muro, they watch Toxic Avenger at some point. He sees claire or whoever it is who's painted in the black light in that dream sequence gets a boner thinks about blue cat women and makes pandora for the avatar movie
2: okay that works
1: naked cat people yeah close enough works for me done deal (laughs) and so what point was i making before i got distracted with cat people what is this movie oh yeah nudity is a good one i mean i think that's Because we had talked about like the tongue in cheek nature of the first one is so prevalent. It is clearly satirical and it's making fun of capitalism and excess and uh, being self-absorbed and all of these. I don't want to say heady themes because I'm not saying that it's like high art, but it's very clear what the message is from the very beginning. And even though there's all those side threads that go off and off and off, uh, they all kind of come together very nicely and not in some you know grand scheme where you find out that all the stories are connected It just they are all moving forward in the same direction
2: right yeah this movie is literally filler after filler jumping back and forth to like one-liner jokes but it's like a one scene
1: oh absolutely and
2: that's i think yeah it just loses a lot of its like momentum and there's like basically the whole middle part is just useless like you could throw it out
1: i think the end part's kind of useless too yeah that's
2: true but they just use it as like two kind of like melt scenes that kind of happen
1: yeah Well, this movie, I will say, has a stronger ending than Toxie 2. Because I watched Toxie 2, I think, yesterday to prepare for this as well. And I don't remember what the ending was. And I just watched it. Yeah. And I watched
2: it a long time ago. And I remember nothing of that whole movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I remember two sets of boobs. One consenting. One... Actually, no, neither consenting. So that makes it even weirder. But other than that, it's not that great. We're not boob obsessed, okay? It's just that, (laughs) like, it's the essence Uh, of life and you know, eternal happiness. So give us some credit. I yeah. mean,
2: you could throw dicks in there. I'm it's fine with ev- that.
1: Well, boobs are everyone's first obsession. But okay? when you
2: watch a horror movie from like the 80s, you expect
1: boob. It's fair. Also, you're in a vulnerable scenario because there's scariness. There's violence. In this movie, there's child murder. And what is more secure? What's a better, better security blanket than a boob? <laughs> right? It goes to your primal instincts. That's what a boob is. It's security. It's also- to the choir. Sexy is all hell. <laughs> Opening weekend uh, was November twenty fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Do you know what movie came out that same time? What movie? Back to the Butt Fucking Future two. Oh, okay. It's a good one.
2: Yeah, it is. It's not three.
1: <laughs> but what is right? <laughs> yeah. So three
2: is equivalent to this movie. There are parts that are charming. Oh my god.
1: Not many. No. Not many. But yeah. You I, like
2: lose the car. And you make a giant train. the Whatever. This is not the Back to the Future podcast.
1: Thank God. <laughs> Could you imagine doing a podcast about three movies? Oh, There are shows that do that, though.
2: There's well, a well, I mean, podcast about If you do like Lord of the Rings, everything. they're like 12 hours long. Uh,
1: you, don't give me a thought. Oh. I, I love one of my crowning achievements in life was getting through all of the director's cuts of Lord of the Rings in one day. Yeah, and, we did it, too. Yeah, but I'll never do that with The Hobbit. No. That movie is that <laughs> franchise is so bad. Yes. It is irredeemably bad. Yes, it like, is. ugh.
2: yeah, I no, We for one year for New Year's, we were like, let's all get together. We'll watch all the Lord of the Rings director's cuts. It was the worst choice we've ever made.
1: Oh, it's a gauntlet. Yeah, it is a gauntlet. Everyone is just done by, I think, two. But then at the end of the third one, if you if you are like emotionally invested, the 17 endings is actually kind of fun. Yeah. But if you're not tap out. Just yeah. Don't do no. it.
2: Yeah. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> by the time it was done, we're like, OK, we just want to go home. Yeah. We don't care about anything else.
1: Just a little shell shock. You're yes. Like, I just want my mom <laughs> I want the boob from my mouth. Yep. Uh-huh. The runtime of this film, 102 minutes. Oh. Chadwick Vaughn Rothersberger. Is it easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl? Or no. did you want to commit seppuku on our Asian theme from the warm-up Wednesday warm-up? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: This movie should have been 40 minutes.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. 40 minutes. I was going to say, cut out the hour. Don't cut out the 40 minutes. Yeah. Because I don't think that you could eat. I mean, you could get a comfortable 40 minutes out of this.
2: Yeah. I think so. So at least it would be like consistently like a straight story if you just had the 40 minutes. Everything <laughs> else is just wasted.
1: Yeah. It's all excess and stupidity. The director, Lloyd Kaufman, with Michael Hertz, they wrote, directed, and produced these. Did you know that Lloyd Kaufman played a drunk in the original Rocky?
2: No. Kind of uh, dope.
1: Yeah. 1976 never looked so good. <laughs> and did you know that allegedly Lloyd Kaufman wrote Toxic Avenger story I- upon reading an article called Horror Movies Are Dead? Hmm, I did not. Well, that was fascinating. I'm like, eh, a, a nice retaliation. And if you look at the first Toxic Avengers through that lens, he's not just talking about culture. Then he's also talking about like horror movies of that culture and of that type. It becomes a little bit more meta. Yeah, for sure. Not meta world peace, though. My very minimal knowledge of basketball tells me that's a person, but that's all I know.
2: That's more than I do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like we said earlier, we're a loosely hockey themed podcast (laughs) because I don't basketball. I can't be forced to. You can't make me. You're not my real dad. (laughs) They also had a guy named Gay Partington Terry who helped out with the screenplay. I love that name. Yeah. That sounds like a pro wrestling like manager name.
2: Yeah. It sounds made up.
1: Maybe it is. Now that I could be, we should have researched it. I should have, but I did not <laughs> music by Christopher DeMarco. Not as good as the music from the first one. I will tell you plainly.
2: Yeah, I'm not a big music guy and mm-hmm. I don't remember
1: much of anything of the music because it's not there. Yeah, not good. Moving on. I'm going to hold up my hand, do five seconds for nicknames. Ready for this? Ready for this? The most riveting radio you ever heard. If you're listening to us on the. The airwaves. We don't call it that anymore on the podcast. We'll just say on the podcast yeah.
2: version. Digital something. Digital
1: streaming service. <laughs> so Melvin Ferd, who changed his name to Melvin Junko in this or er, in the second movie for no reason, or we could just call him Toxy, was initially played by John Altamura, then replaced by his stunt double Ron Fazio because he's an asshole. <laughs> Did you know that? Altamirano ended up having a heart attack in May of 2018. So please do not think that I am ignorant of that. I still <laughs> called him an asshole because it's my show. I know it's irreverent and I'm, I'm kind of sorry about it upon realizing that.
2: Yeah, it's all right. And
1: it's not like he like cured the world of some disease. He put on a mask <laughs> and was an asshole about it. I mean,
2: yeah, that's true. So it d- hurts me a little cuz I'm probably going to die of a heart attack, so
1: No. <laughs> we'll get you on that vegan diet. And oh, you'll be good to go. That'll kill me in other ways. And It'll kill your soul, <laughs> but your body will be healthy. That's why I have an inverted cross tattooed on my chest. Oh, all right. That soul is dead. <laughs> anyway, do you have any kind of nickname for Toxie? Do we even want to do it? I mean, he's the titular character of the film, so.
2: I mean, yeah, that's what's hard is he originally had no name anyway in the first Toxic Avenger. Correct. And I think Toxie in itself is kind of like a, his nickname anyway. Yeah. So
1: I think that's fair. Yeah. We're going to call him Toxie. Sorry if you want to deduct points for unoriginality. <laughs> but it's Brian's
2: a- not here, so sorry.
1: Yeah, he can't criticize me for it. Prick names. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's for those of you who listen week to week. Did you know Mitch Cohen played Toxie in the original? And then David Matty played him in Citizen Toxie? No. Yeah. And another fun thing to scratch your brain with, Mark Torgel, who was the original Melvin, wasn't supposed to come back for this movie, but they couldn't come together on a pay scale. So he declined, which has led Chad and I prior to the show to talking about the guy who they do hire purposefully being the worst fucking thing that's ever fucking happened (laughs) to celluloid (laughs) film ever Uh, as a way of getting back at Torkoal. Do you agree?
2: I totally agree. It is so terrible. It's hard to even watch. Like I started skipping through because it's so annoying and not even like in a funny I don't know. It's just terrible.
1: Yeah. It's not like, uh, what's that character that Chris Kattan used to do? Like the Coco. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not annoying like that. It's a different Or Mongo. Of... Or... Oh, the, the Mongo. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Right. That's good. Whew. It's fun. I like that character. I, I miss Chris Kattan. Hey, Chris, can you be relevant again? That'd be great for me, bud. <laughs> did you see when he did that Bane movie when they did uh, The Dark Knight Rises? He's like Bane in therapy, so he stopped taking like the venom to steroids. No. Super funny.
2: No, I think the last thing I saw was he was doing um, the Dancing with the Stars or. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I ain't seen that. Yeah, I think it was him. Hopefully.
2: Hopefully. Somebody fact check us.
1: Did you do a Mr. Peepers thing? Could you imagine (laughs) being like that guy at the writing meeting and be like, "Okay, I want to put on red overalls and spit apples on people (laughs) and trying to sell that. I I feel like that had to have been like multiple pitch meetings before they finally let it happen.
2: I don't know, because if you watch Will Ferrell's like
1: audition tape, he just pretends to be a cat. Oh. And that got him the job on SNL. Interesting. You know, Dana Carvey tried out for like four or five times before the chopping broccoli got him on. Really? Yeah. Oh. Kind of interesting. Yeah. I think that's correct. I hear things and I commit them. to memory. I put them in my memory palace, which is actually just a bucket of shit in my mind. And if I pull out the right handful, it works out. It (laughs) works. So, uh. I need to I need to address something very serious here about our friend, uh, Mr. Altamira. Did you know he was in a movie called Young Nurses in Love? (laughs) No. Did you know he was in another movie called Affairs of the Heart? No. Did you know he was in a movie called Naked Detective? No. And lastly, did you know he was all sound more
2: interesting than the one we just watched? Yeah.
1: Well, this last (laughs) one's a doozer. Did you know he was in a movie called Bikini Bistro? Definitely not. I would have rather watched any of those movies twice.
2: Yeah, which I watched this movie twice because you were like, oh, can you sit in for Brian? You're like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck. I actually have to pay attention to this shit. I'll Normally I sit behind the camera and just sit there. Yeah. And wave.
1: Last week he didn't even wear a shirt. No, I did not. <laughs> Let's move on. And from... if you want
2: me to take off my shirt, there's a Patreon account. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> there, It does exist. We just need the content for it. Fans, I, I ask you a favor. I need you to respond to me in some way and tell me what you think of this. I had an idea where <laughs> we would tape record on a tape a single episode that only one person could have and you would we'd send you the tape recorder too so you guaranteed have a playback device. <laughs> would you like a raffle type event for that? I think that would be cool as fuck but I am weird.
2: Yeah, but I think a lot of the people that listen to this are weird.
1: Yeah, in a good way, but, though. Yeah, in a completely way. complimentary way. Sure. Coming from two people who have no vested interest <laughs> in you supporting Patreon. But yeah, let us know. It's slasherspod at gmail.com, slasherspod on Instagram, slasherspod on Reddit, slasherspod on your mom's butt. Moving on. Uh, we have Claire, <laughs> who was Sarah in the original that turns into Claire for some reason. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe L- Lagerie. I don't know. It's lingerie spelled wrong, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: So originally played by Andre. Miranda when it was Sarah and then later gets played by Heidi Seurgeon in Citizen Toxie. She's bad. She's very bad. But Chad, you had some interesting <laughs> trivia about this lady, don't you? Oh,
2: well, her boyfriend, I guess, was on the set and was having issues of like jealousy with some of the actors in part two, I believe, because she shows her boobs or something, which come on, not in part three. Anyway, we already talked about the boobs, but I'm stuck on boobs. Uh, he For uh, life, yeah, and he had to be like removed from the set forever <laughs> forcibly, yeah, which is kind of interesting.
1: That was actually, actually, you have a second piece of trivia because that one's not even the one I was talking
2: about. Oh, oh, yeah, that Ooh. she plays a lot of instruments, sick, <laughs> so exciting. I really, no, I looked up on I our IMDb page order. and we were talking about that she plays the what is it, the accordion or something, mm-hmm. and uh,
1: ad nauseum in this film,
2: yeah, and it's pretty terrible and annoying and yet she's an actual singer and plays like several different instruments so it's kind of interesting
1: i would trade all of her accordion sections in this movie for just one note played by weird al
2: oh yeah
1: for sure yeah definitely have you heard albuquerque you're not a music guy but have you heard albuquerque i don't know dude you'll know if you've heard it it's like 19 minutes thousands of seconds long it's super (laughs) good then probably not i love it my wife when we were first dating i put that on to kind of gauge how into my weird oh, shit okay. she get. And she like definitively put the hammer down like too far, weird boy, too far. <laughs> so what are we calling Blondie?
2: I think with her, it has to be something about her crotch. Because every scene starts with a crotch shot with her.
1: Want to call it crotch shot? I'm down with that. Crotch shot. We move on. Rick Collins played Apocalypse Inc. Chairman slash the devil. yes. He was also the unnamed bully in the first Toxic Avenger and the Amortville police chief in Citizen Toxie.
2: Yeah, I, he, I read that he's like the only person to be in all four films.
1: Pretty dope. Yeah. Now you'd think that Lloyd Kaufman would have made cameos in them. Have you seen his acting credits on IMDb? It's ridiculous how many cameos he's done. No, but not even an Ollie. Huh. So what do we call him? Worst goatee ever. <laughs> Fakest front teeth man. Yeah, that works. I kind of like just the devil. The devil? Well, I don't know. I think there are other people who this uh, that applies to. Like the people who distributed this film or uploaded it for free on YouTube where I watched it and I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't say no now. I watched it on
2: Amazon Prime. Oh. So if you have Amazon Prime, check it out.
1: I like to think that Jeff Bezos is somewhere in a puffy vest flexing and watching this movie on repeat.
2: <laughs> oh, he's masturbating.
1: For sure. He is now. <laughs> and, uh, give himself carpal tunnel syndrome trying to come up with how he's going to pay that alimony (laughs) anyway yeah let's just call him the devil moving on we have Malfair played by lisa gay i I just either called her the devil's sidekick or uh, wicked witch
2: yeah and i would probably stick with like wicked witch because of like this her death scene
1: (laughs) yeah that's the only reason because otherwise i was going to call her stupid hat or something like that but
2: but she has like practically no talking lines in the movie anyway
1: At all. But if you go to Toxic Avenger 2, she's kind of an integral part. It's really annoying because if you had one movie, she could have a very interesting arc that's fulfilling when she gets crushed by a bus. Yes. Hey, Topher Grace, I know (laughs) we're on a first name basis right now, can you like edit this like you did with the prequel trilogy for Star Wars or The Hobbit, which I hear is amazing? Oh, that'd be great. Okay, thanks, bud. <laughs> Next time you play David Duke in something and you're recovering from your depression, just do that for me. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. That's what he said. like Why he started doing The Hobbit one. Interesting. Because he was like, he was so depressed after playing this awful, wretched character. He'd come up and edit.
2: That's why I'm here.
1: Oh, shit. That's I'm why just... <laughs> Chad started editing our videos. He's like, racism, fuck white people. <laughs> is that why you have a white wife so that you can be like take it white lady (laughs) take it from my quarter
2: japanese she'll never listen to this so i can say whatever i want seriously it's
1: so great (laughs) it's so liberating because she even listened to the episodes with sierra because she told you she wanted to but i don't think
2: we listened to one episode on the drive home from when we were up the mountain uh when the girls fell asleep in the car oh yeah when i kept waving at you (laughs) because we
1: just kept keeping pace for like three yeah that was
2: the one time i got her to listen and what'd you think Let's move on. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's Emily, though. I'm not even worried. No, about that's it. Emily. And it was also like one of the very first episodes. But she also likes another podcast that me and you do not like. Hate
1: it. So, if you know that. us, you, I have one <laughs> podcast that I hate. That's the one yeah. she likes. So I'm not even offended. And
2: I agree. And we both kind of, yeah.
1: Up top. Her taste in podcasts <laughs> is marginally better than her taste in me- I mean, just kidding. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so yeah we have the dumb hat or wicked witch go to mrs junco who was who the mom played by jessica dublin we don't even need to give her a name yeah she's she, useless
2: again she's only in like two scenes maybe three yeah she's yeah.
1: choked a little bit that's it
2: and then walks in he's taking a dump and that's about it
1: yeah awful yeah that's it so we're moving on michael j Kaplan, you son of a <laughs> fuck you jackal son of a whore this is his only acting part on imdb oh i'm so glad imagine why
2: yeah i'm so glad i hope somebody blacklisted this guy after this and just
1: he plays quote little melvin junko no how about junk no junk
2: no we need to put just the clips of him all together and put him on youtube for everybody
1: If you want to do like the 10 hour loop for like psychological warfare. Yes. Like we're trying to flush some insurgents out of a motel Rwanda situation. Oh my
2: God. Yeah. That would be the perfect thing. He's like Woody Woody. (laughs) Fuck man.
1: I don't promote bullying, but it was it was close for this. one. I would beat the (laughs) fuck out of this kid. I have never to my recollection and I've had a lot of concussions started a fight. If I saw this guy on the street I would take a mop, I would find a mop, (laughs) I would run to the nearest store and buy a mop if I had to, and shove it up his urethra, (laughs) furry side first. Oh, all right. And that's nicknamed for this week. Hey, yo, (laughs) now we're doing something different. Chad and I are deciding to challenge each other for some competitive recapitation. Chad Wizzle, describe the movie as briefly as you can.
2: Terrible to start. Let's see. It starts with a, a flashback from the first two movies, mm. then Toxie becomes a corporate scumbag and then finds the error of his ways and fights the devil.
1: That's pretty good. I I think I'm going to do you one better. All right. And I have to do a character voice. Are you ready?
2: Do not do that stupid, skinny, <laughs>
1: whatever his name is. Junkno? Yeah, No, junk I'm not no. doing that one. Oh, thank right. God. Ah. Uh, Toxie sells out not (laughs) right. That's the movie. It's like, yeah, there you go. But they tell you before he sells out that he's already going to stop selling out. So it's I don't know, man. Yeah, so bad from the very. Yeah, from the very beginning, that's exactly what it is. But even if it's a partial like plot that is divided between two movies, I don't know how you could put this into another movie and have it be good. Oh, true. No. Yeah, there's no redeeming qualities of this movie. So I'm going to look up Superman. Yeah. So maybe it's parodying Superman for the quest for peace.
2: He makes a comment when at the very end of the movie, when he's trying to like deal
1: with the bus, he's like, well, I can't do this. I'm not Superman. Maybe. Oh, wait, it's Superman. No, Superman three is where they make the red kryptonite. And then he is in the uh, junkyard, right? It's Superman four where he just gets like the common cold. And he's like, well, I'm cold because somebody scratched me.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I believe so.
1: Because nuclear main is a cat. Yeah. Who was supposed to be Bizarro? Did you know that? No. They. I don't know why they didn't do that. That'd be fucking rad. <laughs> I would love to see that movie, but whatever. We ended up watching Toxic Avenger three, I guess. <laughs> so Chad, it's the time to start the slay by play for this week. Yes, let's do it. All right, I'm gonna hold up my hand to the camera so we can get hooah. There we go. <laughs> anyway. Chad, how does the movie start? You already kind of alluded to it. So just say it in the re- appropriate section.
2: Uh yeah. So the movie starts with a recap of the first two movies, and it is better than the re- whole rest of the movie. Mainly because it's just a lot of scenes of him like killing bad guys. And that's pretty much what I was hoping for from this movie. And it just not happened.
1: Yeah, if you're unless you're Rocky or the Rocky Balboa franchise, you do not start a movie with the end of the last movie or any part of the last movie. Right. It's just not okay. Right. And we talked about this with uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. You know, that movie kind of does it in a chung-in-cheek way and and is like, oh, well, this movie sucked. So we talked about them getting the benefits of both worlds where you get to actually have the footage at a cheap cost. that's filling time, but you're also making fun of it and calling it hacky versus this where they're just trying to fill time. And you're like, oh... Why would you show me this nugget of gold in this
0: shit field?
1: <laughs> yes. And o- not only that, they show the original Junko
2: guy in the recap and yep. then they
1: have him replaced. In like 10 minutes, too. Right. Because that weird scene with the medicine cabinet comes very shortly thereafter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. So you're like, wait, who's this guy? And then you have to actually like go, oh, he actually mentions like who he is because no one knows.
1: Yeah, He does it super overtly. And also, why, if you're using the characteristic, the signature tutu, would you show somebody from the chest up in a medicine cabinet? Right. Agreed. Here's a fun fact. You know, when you're doing a movie, you can do sound in a bunch of different ways. So he didn't have to be this close to the camera to be heard. (laughs) He could have been far away and do a full body shot. And then they put the audio in the movie. Craziest thing.
2: You just blew my mind.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I bet (laughs) if we called Lloyd Kaufman right now, he'd be like, Stay that again, but slower. (laughs) So I sent him a message to tell him that we were doing the pod game thing. Yeah. Hasn't read it. Oh, but he has like 28,000 followers. So I'm like, yeah, right. (laughs) But in it, I was like, I'm sure you get bullshit messages all the time. Thanks. Enjoy this shit. (laughs) So I kind of got that smug like, yeah, you know, you're not even going to read it anyway. (laughs) So if he does read it, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. But then I've tempered my expectations so that when he inevitably never reads it, I'm fine. Okay. Okay i'm a sensitive lad
2: (laughs) from there you get five gang members walking into a jewish ran video store i just feel like it had to be mentioned because it's i don't know that's what it is (laughs) it is there's (laughs) no uh, shame in it
1: one of the girls is like in a bikini you totally just reminded me of the office by the way when (laughs) michael scott's like "Uh, is there a less offensive word for mexican and he's like mexican's not offensive like you just saying it's jewish <laughs> rant is offensive if you were like those dick, da- i'm not you're not gonna trick me i'm not gonna <laughs> give the example you're not gonna get me internet so keep going sorry there's uh, a lady in a bikini in a video store why don't i live in the town with this fucking video store yes
2: <laughs> yeah from there the guys just run in with shotguns and machine guns and i don't even know what they're really trying to accomplish they're not trying to rob the place they're literally just like talking about variety
1: they're talking about the corporate structure they want the video store to only play the movies that are on the corporate order and people are like no we like our diversity and we like to be able to choose which i guess is a metaphor for alternate media like trauma but it was so it was this whole scene is weird very there are some redeeming parts of it but as a whole filler they
2: mention the people we do not like very much what the warner
1: brothers (laughs) Oh, fuck them. <laughs> oh, you, Warner Brothers. I'm going to find your corporate counsel on the California Bar website and I'm going to send an impolite letter. <laughs> anyway, moving on. They're harassing everybody. Did you notice that one of the Jewish men who is dressed in an Orthodox fashion does the sign of the cross on his knees in the background? Yes, yes. <laughs> so good. So Toxie enters. There's a great bit, totally classic Bugs Bunny. Right. Where he's standing in front of a poster of himself, which just in its own right is a very last action hero. Definitely. And then the guys are like, oh, this thing's stupid. And he looks away. and They make Toxi's him like, look mm. so real. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets deadified.
2: Yes. Toxie punches him into the stomach and just starts kind of like jackhammering with his fist yep. and pulls out his intestine.
1: And then he does some calisthenics with a, a jump roping while singing.
0: Skip ha, to na, my Lou."
1: Yeah. And then he uses those same intestines to strangulate one of his friends. That's kind of neat. Yeah. It's recycling.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or they just didn't have much of a budget and they needed to figure out how to kill three other people. you are
1: like, oh shit, <laughs> the prop department's out today because they're at their real job working yeah. at the post office.
2: It seems like they literally used most of their money on this scene.
1: Yeah. This is the only like independent movie, like scene of the movie, it feels like.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Um, Because from there he goes to grabbing one of the guys and erasing his face on a (laughs) video
1: eraser. So he like wraps him up with the videotape, puts him on this thing, and then he has like one eye left over. And I guess he like smothers himself to death because he doesn't have a mouth anymore.
2: Yeah, they don't really go into it like he pushes him over the counter after he erases his face and you just don't see him. Yeah, not cool
1: and then i think it's he, too cutesy it doesn't translate now anyway because i've never in my life used a vhs eraser have you
2: yes but i worked at hollywood video uh okay for you <laughs> nobody knows what that is but yeah
1: <laughs> what's that um
2: yeah. yeah and so then he goes uh to the main bad guy and puts his arm into a vhs rewind machine and turns on a tv and somehow it shows <laughs> what's happening on the inside of the rewind machine which that's not how it works
1: (laughs) yeah it's very odd the effect itself is cool but it's just wrong
2: exactly and so basically it shows his hand like going in to where this is on the tv screen
1: yeah so it's not as though he's like looking through the transparent part on the top of a vhs player no it's being like projected onto the movie yeah onto the tv come on dog yeah not gonna pull one over on us like that
2: but then you could clearly see the budget issues because it shows like his fingers reach in and then when they cut to the next scene his whole arm's missing they yeah. don't show it gets sucked all the in, way up to like or the elbow. anything yeah yeah
1: and you're like what okay also did it feel like with the face painting and everything with these guys that it was very similar to the taco scene in the first toxic avenger where he literally rips a dude's arm off yes definitely yeah. i felt like it was homage airing on the side of nah. Because also in that, he uses the shake machine to cut a guy's head in half or whatever. And in this, he erases a guy's head with another piece of technology. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It all comes around. This is like what George Lucas fans say about the prequel trilogy where it's like, oh, well, the story structure actually works in a circular fashion. It spirals and the top is the bottom and the bottom is... Have you heard that? Yes. It's a whole bullshit analysis. (laughs) It's like, no, the movies just aren't that good. I'm not saying they're an abomination. I'm not saying they're a war crime like this movie, but God damn it. Everybody always wants to. Why is it that nobody in my life ever wants to come up and say, hey, Jake, how about the measure of a man? Isn't that a great Star Trek The Next Generation episode? No, they're always like, hey, did you see that the the, the fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, The guy who plays Doctor Who who can suck a dick is going to be in that fucking movie, but nobody knows who he's going to be. It's not news. You don't know what he's going to be. Move on. Sorry. Chad, take over. I'm all gonna right. get angry. Are you done with your rant? I am, kind of. <laughs> It'll come back.
2: So after he pretty much kills these uh, bad guys, it goes into him uh, just talking about how he has stopped all crime in the city, and so everyone's all happy. Um, and they're then it, dancing in the street. Yeah, dancing in the street, and it's. to meet up. And
1: uh, do you want to play a game where you try and keep doing the? slave i play and i just keep doing those sounds and see how long he can get through it let's do it i don't think that's a good idea (laughs) i think we lose listeners fast if i do (laughs) but and i'll probably just laugh the whole time so hey brian this one's for you but it's the terror of knowing (laughs) what this world is about everybody who criticizes me for singing on the show you try pacifying a baby who is very herself (laughs) we'll just say it that way right
2: (laughs) yes yeah your baby is not that bad
1: oh she's not at all no i i am the fucking luckiest <laughs> dude in the world but i'm just saying when you're as impatient as i am you're like oh this like it's like playing grand theft auto where you're like oh i have a cheat code and i can do whatever i want so it's like the baby <laughs> will sit there crying and i'm like oh i really want to finish this episode of gravity falls and then i sing nonsense words and it works yeah like it, who could begrudge me so i mean i'm whatever it doesn't work with brian but it works with the baby mental note Let's move on.
2: All right. All right. So then he goes into talking about how he has no more crime to fight. And so he gets pretty much down to trying to get kids to eat vegetables and stopping old ladies from cheating at cards. And it's just like a quick montage scene of
1: those two scenes. Yeah. Wouldn't you like it if he had the Dark Knight Rises scene where he like makes a D brace and kicks some concrete? Oh, yeah. And he gets back into it.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: can hate that movie so much. (laughs) Wearing a knee brace does not give you the structural fortitude in your foot to kick. Whatever. Moving on. (laughs) Yeah. But also, I'm going to make a lot of weird references in this because none of it makes sense. Literally, Chad and I were talking about it. You could take the bullet points on our notes and just jarble them. And I highly doubt that anybody would be like, no, you're wrong, because the effort it would take to acknowledge like the actual timeline of the movie, I think is almost embarrassing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's so many like small clips just scattered everywhere and they don't lead anywhere. It's yeah. literally just for like one punchline.
1: Tell them about the IRS man.
2: And that's kind of where it leads into. Yep. Like he, I think we meet Claire first,
1: right? I believe so, yeah. And
2: she's, they're talking about how she uh, is blind and it's all from a <laughs> mouthwash
1: accident. <laughs> because she was a dental hygienist first.
2: Yeah. So somehow she got bl- uh, blinded by, uh, mouthwash and he wants to pay for a surgery for her to, so she could see again and he decides to try and find a normal job and then it's a montage of him failing at normal jobs
1: yeah. and because one she of them gets being, a letter from Dr. Ron oh, Goldman yes. that says hey i can fix your eyes it's just going to cost $357,000
2: exactly which so. is almost how much this movie made <laughs>
1: seriously i mean like almost exactly it's it's embarrassing you're talking about 357000 to 363561 That's like oh, yeah. sales tax in some places. <laughs> whatever. So yeah, then he goes, well, I got one of the most despised
2: jobs ever. And it's he's the IRS man. And basically, the whole clip is him going to a house, wearing a hat, a drench coat, and a suitcase. And walks up and he says, like, I'm the IRS, whatever, Internal Revenue Services. Yep. And people throw stuff at him. And he goes away. And he throws his stuff in the trash can.
1: Yeah. But here's my question. The traumatons (laughs) that we've established are what make him fight evil. If these people are tax evaders and litterers by the fact that they're throwing stuff at him, he doesn't kill them. Yeah. They're breaking the law. (laughs) Seriously. Where's Rob Halford from Judas Priest? (laughs) Do I need to sing it? I don't need to sing it. Let's move on. I'm an Iron Maiden guy anyway. Hot take. Which also they reference in this movie. Yep. Hell yeah. I like <laughs> this movie now. It's top five all time for me. Oh, God. So it cuts to a church and they're playing Amazing Grace. And I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but they play Amazing Grace in Toxic Avenger 2 when he's sumo wrestling.
2: Yeah. And I did not know that because it's been forever.
1: Yeah. It's also very weird because it's not like you know, orchestral. It's right. sin bullshit. So right. it's just of all the songs. Is there a bunch of blind people in the past uh, movies? only in the second one the only blind person i'm aware of in the first one is uh, sarah and then it goes to claire and claire in the second one is at the school for the blind and that gets blown up and then he ends up leaving and clearly like it would make sense in the narrative with three but
2: right because yeah three when she goes to church half of the congregation is blind yeah okay
1: okay i need to mention something now because i didn't put it in the notes and i'll forget it but later on when they're watching the horrific events during like the challenges of toxi there's the blind guys who are like da 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 da, and they don't see anything. <laughs> yes, and if, like three times, and then some, the devil does something that's gnarly, and they're like, "I think he just
2: becomes it. the devil." Okay, and then it, he yeah. they take off their glasses, and they're like, "What? Oh shit, dog, <laughs>
0: so gross."
1: Yeah. All right. Um. So he <laughs> he's depressed. He goes home to get some deodorant, and he opens the door and uh, of the cabinet and sees someone who is clearly not Melvin. I mean, it's correct. clearly not. And again, going back outfit is clearly wrong it's and the kid has these weird fake zits on his face it's so huge mad. fake zits fake teeth who the yeah. fuck said this kid could have a mullet right there's no party there's no in, the mullet.
2: <laughs> in the first one though right he just has short hair yeah there's no mullet yeah so you couldn't okay. tell this fuckwit to cut i am his like hair? traumatized from watching that part yeah dude it is so annoying
1: i don't know i think you got something to the whole idea of editing all those clips together putting them on youtube I, I think that you could use that to extort people. You'd be like, look, son, like <laughs> y- when your kid's fucking up in school, you're like, all right, cool. You want to play on YouTube? You want to watch Minecraft videos? How about this? I'm going to tape your <laughs> fucking hands to this desk. and You're going to watch Melvin, fake Melvin, a Melvin f- junk. No, for 50 hours on loop. And then you're going to tell me mm, if my kids do not do their homework. This is their new punishment, dude. I will fuck up their life. (laughs) You will end up with a guy who makes Ed Gein look like lamb chop.
2: (laughs) I'm okay with that.
1: Be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, ever see how old Ed Gein got in the institution. No, Dude, he got like old. Like he like he kind of looks old in those pictures. But like it's weird to think how long he was alive after all those events happened.
2: Right. Yeah. But no. Yeah.
1: (laughs) R.I.P. Big man. We move on he called talks Wait, he calls did him say rest in peace to Ed Gein <laughs> I did much love dog <laughs> ouch uh, so then all victims can email Jake at <laughs> victims there's two, he only killed two people and arguably yeah there's weird stuff anyway <laughs> so the Melvin Junkno ends up making fun of him and saying oh you can't even get it up you can't get a woody I could always get a woody even though there was nobody there even then, yeah even when I was by myself yeah so Toxie calls him a homo wimp geek. And I was like, you just called you
2: a geek. Yes. And I yeah, I have know
1: I, I can't even talk about this whole scene. It's done because he wakes up <laughs> in bed and it's all a dream. Yeah. Moving on. She then, Wait, when he wakes up. Yeah.
2: It's again what we talked about. When he wakes up, it's another crotch shot uh-huh. of his girlfriend laying in bed next to him. Uh-huh. And rather than put like the focus on him, it's on her crotch.
1: <laughs> and then he starts sucking his thumb and she plays the accordion. But
2: she pulls out a like little blanky
1: binky something out
2: of her crotch Mm -hmm. and gives it to him. And then that's what he's holding while sucking on the side
1: of his head like he's Linus. Yeah, totally weird. What is happening with this movie? I have no idea. Jesus. So then it cuts to the apocalypse Corp because it's the same fucking movie as two, which is why it's all (laughs) the same actors and everything. Cigar face returns for no reason. The dude was shot by his cohort in the first one. Like, yes, he dead. But whatever i'm okay <laughs> take over it's
2: basically what it's like every gang member in the area uh talking about how much they pollute and they're basically just going off of like who's better at polluting Yep. and the chairman aka the devil then just says you guys are all pathetic pretty much and none of you guys have given me what i really want and he what just what i wants. really really want
1: <laughs> sorry I keep going
2: Chad. yeah And he just wants the town.
1: Yeah, naturally. Right. Just the town. Right. Because it's the one place he was stopped from getting. That's kind of an interesting argument. Like, you know, what is the value of something? It's what you're willing to assign to it. There is no objective value of anything. It's just what you need. And so you could see he would put the clear objective value of this higher than anything. in the. you know, you could offer him the whole rest of the world. But because he couldn't get this, that's correct matter. Kind of fun. Uh, We cut then to again, Claire (laughs) playing the accordion in the dump and Toxie's wearing the cone hat, which she can't see. Yes. That's a funny bit in the first movie, but in this it's annoying to me for some reason.
2: Yes. It's just reused and a lot of the scenes are kind of reused and terrible.
1: Yeah. And speaking of terrible scenes, Chad, what does he do to try and earn money for Claire's surgery? Oh, God. Uh... It involves a tunnel.
2: Oh, that's right. He plans on killing himself so that she can sell his body for science. And it's a very cheesy scene where he stands in front of a tunnel and there are two lights coming at him. And you're supposed to think it's a truck, but it's definitely not a truck. You can see like the lights kind of moving side to side and two motorcycles pass him. And he's like,
1: oh, I can't even kill myself correctly. (laughs) But he only tries once. Like, if you really want to die, you're going to find a way to die.
2: Yeah, he's like superhuman. If the truck actually hit him, I don't think he would die. A truck blows up around him and he doesn't
1: die. In the first one, he, like, crashes the car with the dude, blows up, gets up, and just walks away. Like, why did he think that would work? Right.
2: There's, yeah. It's definitely an issue.
1: (laughs) It's a sight gag is all it is. So he wakes up the next day and they're sitting there and they're hanging out. He and his woman friend. And... They establish <laughs> She open. she doesn't open. She gets a letter, she puts it up to her forehead like she's Karnak, and she starts trying to guess what's in it. And then it's a job offer. But right. then even But though she was
2: mentioning she he tells her to read it and she goes, Uh, okay, and holds it up to her head and she's like, You won the Nobel Prize, Nobel Peace Prize. And she says something else to you. And he's like, What? Let me read it. And then yeah, it's basically just a job offer.
1: Yeah. Not the Nobel war Prize from the devil. Do you like my joke? What'd you say? Nobel war prize.
2: Oh, perfect.
1: Not my best one. I'll be honest (laughs) with you. It's just a reversal of expectations. It's kind of formulaic.
2: As a producer, I just have to build you up though.
1: Yeah, that's the best (laughs) joke I ever did here. Do more of those. (laughs) CEO takes resume flying upstairs with slide whistle, then pulls Toxie up the same way and shows him the cityscape telling him that he can get him a bunch of money. Right. Then he meets a dog person and a donkey person.
2: Yeah. It's very strange, though, because they don't describe like or they don't show him being baffled about all this like really weird magic going on. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, he erases the whole like building and then he could see over the city of uh, Tromo. And you're like, what? And yeah, he's just like, oh, OK. Yeah.
1: And he's like I the idea that he's like naive and silly, like, oh, OK, this, this is fun. Blah, blah is interesting but it's also really poorly done. Right. It, it doesn't come across as comedic because I think they thought But it we
2: didn't. did skip a part all the way back when they were at the church. The pastor like looks at the camera and pretty much tells you exactly what's gonna happen. And it does. And then, yeah, this is like the scene that kind of uh, goes off of that, where he just says, uh, the devil took Jesus up to a cliff and said, this could all be yours or something. Um, and that's what happens in this one.
1: Yep, awesome. And then in the sequel, ever awesome. went down to Georgia. <laughs> He was looking for a soul to see.
2: <laughs> he was in a bind. He was way behind. He's willing to make a deal. Dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> okay. I I needed something to jive this up because it's I hate this so much. <laughs> but if Lloyd Kaufman's listening, I love it. Give me a job. Yeah. Just. Brian, save
2: Brian. come save me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Brian, heal up real soon, bud. I think that Chad just aged three years in that small scene. <laughs> so Toxie says that he believes he's having a flashback to the time he went to that Iron Maiden concert. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Then he signs the contract in blood. Then we go back to the dump and the mom. uh, There's the same scene from the second one where he's shitting radioactive and there's like cackling lights lights.
2: and smoke and mom comes
1: in. He almost uses a whole roll of toilet paper. She (laughs) gives him some what like Drano and other quote unquote snacks. Right. And then this is where he shows her his business card and his quote unquote bank book, which I do all my banking digitally. Sorry. Fucking old movie am i right
2: <laughs> totally
1: and that's that's that whole scene it's another filler scene that has no effect on anything yeah you don't even establish who mom is it's like the equivalent of like a fart joke but it just didn't land it was just fell flat yeah you don't start with the fart and then do a serious scene you're like what you do is you're like oh i'm talking about finance with my mom well oh, i gotta poop and then you use exactly the bank it should have been in reverse yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Whatever. Build up like the tension first. Yeah. Let's just build a time machine and go back almost exactly 30 years and be like, hey, guys, I got some information for you. Don't make the movie. Yeah. Skip to four. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Do us all a favor. I feel I'm very self-conscious because I don't feel like that's a Mr. Mackey voice. I, I know I do a Mr. Mackey voice, but that one's not it. And it just keeps coming back in my brain. So my next character voice is... You guys wait. It's going to blow your mind. Oh, it better it's not going to be, be anything like it. <laughs> so they go to the pre-surgery she- scene, starting again with a crotch, crotch shot. shot. Uh, the doctor is concerned about trying to go play golf and then Toxie leaves. And that's another yep. scene.
2: Yeah. And they talk about how Toxie is nervous about her seeing his face because she's blind.
1: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we go to a stupid press conference where the, the devil introduces that Toxie is his new bitch. <laughs> and yes. uh he talks about how waste is a natural byproduct of all organic processes. Yeah. Which reminds me of the Trump administration.
2: Yeah, which is mentioned in this and shown twice. Twice. But anyway, they yeah, got like the chairman's talking to the crowd, they're all booing him. Uh and this part was really weird because Toxie just kind of stands up. He's pretty much doing like, like what I'm doing Only this part
1: is weird. Well, so. yeah.
2: But he pretty much just does what I'm doing, where I'm just like, yeah,
1: no, yeah. And that's yep. kind
2: of like his whole role for this whole scene. He's like, no, don't. He's a good guy. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's a very lame scene.
1: It's, he's the hype man. Yeah. Yeah. And so from there, it's just a montage of him helping the Apocalypse Corporation. Does Is a yes. single one of those sight gags interesting or humorous at all to you?
2: No, no. And he they even have his like voiceover where he's like, well, I should have known when they were taking
1: dragging people away, slapping women in the face. Right. But then he doesn't do anything. And that's it. And they don't do anything to suggest like we had talked about this in the Lost Boys episode. You know, David clearly hypnotizes Michael, which gives Michael an excuse to go with them because why would somebody in their right mind go with somebody who's an asshole? Yeah. Right. So it's a quick way of showing that there's some kind of influence. If you are literally dealing with the devil. Glamour of some kind. (laughs) Something, man. Fuck. He's just an idiot, which I mean, I guess is could be funny, but. The fact is, is that in the first one, he's established to be a doofus and an idiot. Then he becomes relatively intellectual, you know, when he's the monster because he's able to kind of differentiate. He clearly gathers some street smarts. And then in two and three, he just dumbifies himself to a perverse degree, culminating in this movie where he's like, oh, I'm just going to get even though I know this same corporation (laughs) blew up a home for the blind, I'm going to go work for them now.
2: Right, exactly. And he defends him like several times, like, don't talk bad about the chairman yeah it's it's pretty bad
1: i guess we're adding to it we're saying he was glamor <laughs> then what ha- oh you get the luckiest part you get to do the the post-surgery oh, scene
2: post-surgery <laughs> scene again nether crotch shot of claire
1: mm, bone dry mind you yeah <laughs> so that makes this next part kind of weird to try and count bone
2: dry wearing spandex and whatever Not a hospital gown. No. And they're holding a bedpan filled with like green piss. It's actually yellow, but it's a blue bedpan. Yeah. Cause when she pours it
1: out, you can see it's yellow. Okay. I thought the same thing.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it's a very funky color. (laughs) And the doctor asks her if she can uh, ask the nurse, if she can get rid of the pee. And she just turns and says, okay. And throws it all over the wall.
1: (laughs) I think she was supposed to be watering the flower. But it just splatters Yeah, it everywhere. like hits
2: a window that's closed and a flowers. And it just, yeah, it just goes everywhere.
1: Yeah, which is, this is my new 10 second reaction gift when I made it from this. I, I yeah. emailed it to you today. I was like, this is my day at work.
2: That was probably the best part of the movie though.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Inarguably. The best part of the movie. You know why? Because it was such a non sequitur. It reminded me of Blood Diner. And I was like, ah, there were good days once before the dark <laughs> times came.
2: Yeah, definitely. If they could have stuck to that sort of like sense of comedy, I think the movie would have been so much better.
1: But it makes me wonder if they're gaming the game, right? Like if if they're so irreverent that they're even tearing down what they've already built as a way of making some kind of political stance. Or if like we talked about, like Lloyd Kaufman just didn't know what he had. Like he just didn't know how cool Toxic Avenger was or why people liked it. He just misread the entire situation.
2: Or he was pissed and he was like you're gonna make me edit this movie into two movies then I'm just gonna fuck you guys all over
1: yeah (laughs) something I hope that I hope there's some crazy karmatic and he still got
2: to make a four so whatever
1: yeah (laughs) so when she gets the ability to see she starts shrieking and you're like oh no she doesn't like Toxie but she's screeching at the doctor who's handsome yeah and then she sees Toxie and she just queefs all over the place (laughs) with squirty goodness yep Cue they go the back. love music. Yeah, they go the back first, to the house. Yeah. She smells roses and she's like, oh, I could, I know what these are. They're roses. I can tell from how I smell. How the fuck <laughs> did you get all the way through dental hygienist school and never have encountered a rose?
2: But it's not just that. She goes through the whole house saying, what's this? What's this? Yeah, this is so pretty. She lost her sight when she's at least over 18. Yep. And she just says, oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, it's a dust ball. And you're like, oh my
1: God, this makes no sense. Or a box of Tide. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck (laughs) and you know they didn't get paid for that so i don't know why you um, anyway whatever doesn't matter back to her (laughs) playing the accordion burning her canes Uh, again chad and i are talking about it It's so much better if she can't play the accordion now that she can see for some reason so that when she finally becomes blind at the end she gets something aside from just Toxie's thick old fucking veiny wart dick (laughs) she gets the thrill of music as well right but they didn't do that because they weren't listening to us because we were two years old at the time
2: yep well you were two and i was older how old i don't know 89 uh, i'm 84 what the fuck how did you get so old i'm an old man oh
1: <laughs> jesus Christ. my children
2: tell me that constantly thank now you i'm
1: gonna get you a walker <laughs> a walker texas ranger to make sure you don't break a hip
2: i was old enough to watch those
1: so. oh fuck yeah. really <laughs> I only have a vague <laughs> recollection of those and remembering they were all the exact same episode. Yes, they were. Yeah, man. <laughs> pretty terrible. OK, so <laughs> tell us what happens with the apocalypse woman. Well, woman. well,
2: as soon as he gets home, you skipped over the sex scene, right?
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I did. I'm and so sorry. Actually, <laughs> I am the sorriest I've ever been that I didn't mention this sex scene.
2: <laughs> In this sex scene. Oh, man. So it doesn't really show any boob like we talked about, but, like but it shows side. like a side boob kind of
1: not good it looks like a yam a white yam
2: <laughs> i think i got more of a cup than that but anyway it yeah. uh it, <laughs> so the funny story about it is my mother-in-law visited us i
1: love this story already and
2: she was she's staying with us and we have like a one bedroom apartment so she's staying on the couch <laughs> and my wife is in the living room with her and she's like oh chad has to watch some movie for like a podcast and I could kind of hear them through the wall and this sex scene comes on although it doesn't show anything it is very vocal like she's moaning very loud and she's loud. talking about squeezing him and stuff yeah yeah and she talks about like how his big love machine which he's looking under the
1: blankets and there's the whole blowjob <laughs> joke yeah the sight <laughs> gag.
2: yeah and so I could hear them through the wall going uh what's he
1: watching
0: <laughs> no
1: and so did I turn it down no hell yeah I turned it up <laughs> take that trump supporting lady i
2: doubled down turned it up and uh, yeah
1: i've never met rare. her but i don't like her on your behalf <laughs> i challenge her to listen to this podcast if you have anything <laughs> to say about it toots send it to slasherspot at gmail.com
2: oh yeah so that was great
1: fuck emily and my wife didn't even something. say anything why would she i don't know you're beyond repair.
2: yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> i thought i was for sure in trouble but no <sighs> it was worth it
1: I don't know. I feel like she likes the mischievousness of you, because Chad is simultaneously the nicest person in the world, so that he can, like store up good favor to do like silly mischievous things, like shoot Ryan with rubber bands from across the garage. Uh, yeah. So anyway, anyway, cuts to the woman from Apocalypse. It's like a sign. Sorry, I touched the pop filter. It's a sign, <laughs> and one of her boobs is like a glo- like a light up sign for Apocalypse, and the other one looks to be like a bell. And you and I couldn't tell if that's supposed to be clear or not.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's blonde lady, big boobs. There's no one else in the film that kind of fits it. It's weird. So maybe.
1: So it's they call a Toxie an executive <laughs> and he cuts some kind of ribbon for some reason, which is fine. If that's what you want to do with your life, fine. Then it cuts to what I called yuppie Toxie. For yeah. those of you who are just listening to the audio, I did funny years. Uh, <laughs> and he's reading the art of the deal. And then he plays tennis like a yuppie does. Right. And then we finally get some kind of cool creature effect or whatever. And by cool, I use that very loosely because I'm just very. so desperate for something intriguing. It's the duck frog. Yes. It's not well done. He talks
2: about how like the, the townspeople just have to get used to all the toxins. And he mentions like they don't even know what to call it. And it's just like a duck mixed with a frog. It's excellent. It's- <laughs> and it's literally just like some really quickly made floating duck and it, they just put smoke in the water and that's yep. it. And, there, and there's a lady wearing a gas mask, mask throwing like bread at it.
1: No animatronics. No, nothing. no. That's all it takes to please us guys <laughs> for fuck's sake. And also it reminded me of Blinky from uh, the old, old, old Simpsons. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there you go. There's that we're blazing through this shit. I'm sorry to bring this kind of pain to your brain. <laughs> there's so
2: from there they start, uh, uh, Claire finally confronts um,
1: Toxie. while he's on the phone. While he's on the phone? Which you'd expect <laughs> if he's if he's asshole yuppie Toxie you expect that he's just gonna ignore her. But he he's like, oh wait, gotta hang up the phone now. Claire's being a nudge.
2: A nudge, yes, and a that's the first time it. I've ever heard it. And I was like, what? A nudge?
1: Yeah, which I think would right. add to the slashers vernacular. Yeah, because what the fuck? <laughs> there has to be some good in this movie. Brian, you're I... a nudge
2: for making me do this.
1: Oh. <laughs> Awesome. So, what happens at that point? From that point? Oh, can I? I know what happens. I, I made a note. All I right, go for did it. A little bit of Googling. So, she says, Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased <laughs> at the price of slavery? Oh. Which is, of course, obviously, I didn't have to Google it because I know this. I'm so smart. I mean, you maybe just Chad's said you wife. It. I was lying <laughs> for dramatic effect. Uh, Patrick Henry gave the give me liberty or give me death speech and that is what it's quoting
2: yes because she says i'd rather be blind in heaven than see in hell something like that yeah yeah anyway they get into a fight and uh he just leaves her he ends
1: up in a dump i'm yawning he ends up in a dump taking a dream sequence and this this whole movie is a yawn (laughs) dude i know (laughs) I hope that people don't subject themselves to watching this movie.
2: Yeah, again. we'll give you a pass on this one. Just Dude, Google some of the clips, maybe uh, on YouTube or
1: yeah. And that's about it. I was saying because I'm competitive as fuck. I was saying I was glad we got this one. So I was like, yeah, because we're going to show everybody else. Nope. <laughs> this is just us complaining. And I'm sorry, but yeah. what is this? <laughs> Lloyd, blah, 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 How did you let this happen? <laughs> so it cuts back to the beginning scene again. And By the way, this- my
2: wife wanted to name one of our kids Lloyd if it was a boy. And I was like, no, Oh bubble not happen,
1: not happening at all. <laughs>
2: Cause I could all, I could only think of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And he's like, Lloyd, Mark. Lloyd. Yeah. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> We've
1: landed on the moon.
2: <laughs> anyway, Who let's talk about other movies that are so much
1: better than Seriously. this movie. Seriously, <laughs> Imagine if yeah, Jeff Daniels, and Jim Carrey were in this movie as either the hero or the villain. Oh yeah, of that era. We're talking eighties. Like not when they did Dumb and Dumber Two.
2: Oh yeah, no, and, it would be more interesting for sure. Oh yeah, you'd have so much more like just better charisma. Once bitten. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a good uh,
2: one. Arachnophobia. Uh,
1: Earth Girls Are Easy.
2: Yeah. That's it. Okay, I'm all out. <laughs> yeah. So, so glad I was. <laughs> all I was gonna out pull of
1: something out, but no. Nope. That's it. So it cuts back to the beginning of the movie when Atox in the video store and he's talking about how he had been evil and right. now he's good again. So
2: now we're all caught up. Yeah.
1: It took forever. <laughs> and, we, and we
2: look at it and me and Jake both look at the clock we're like, wait, 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 wait. There's still 40 minutes of oh. this film. Like we're now present and now there's 40 minutes left. And it, uh, it hurt. It hurt bad. It hurt.
1: <laughs> I, I got that runner's like I don't know. I hit the wall. You hit the wall. Right. Yeah. And that's when YouTube became my best friend. When I got <laughs> to click the three little dots and change the playback speed to 1.25. Nice. Very nice. Even though it wasn't fast enough still. No, it's still not. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. They, he, we're, I'm going to cut it. All right. I'm moving faster. Uh, <laughs> he challenges the devil and the devil's like, bitch, don't you know who I is? And he's like, you're just some guy. And he's like, I'm the devil. <laughs> So he flops on the floor and he starts having like fake seizure and then a hand bursts out of his stomach, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like
2: this is, again, the beginning scene and this scene is like where you feel like
1: they spent the most money. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because this was the end to the second one. I mean, this is right. If you do the consolidation, this is the climax. And I feel like a lot of the other video game elements were kind of added to build up this movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So the hand is burst out of the stomach. It oddly, at one point, kind of centrally holds his hand, which is kind of funny. Yeah. But then eventually the entire green winged devil <laughs> comes out of his stomach. Beelzebub. Um, did you get the feeling that uh, the articulation on the mouth and everything and some of his vocal- verbalizations, did it remind you of Dave Grohl in The Pick of Destiny?
2: Yes, it totally did. Yeah. Which I love that
1: movie. I should have. We should have watched it. Yeah. Deactivated lasers with my, <laughs> my dick. dick now i'm happy because i'm thinking of a good movie so chad what happens next in this bad movie oh my
2: god so he pops fully out of the guy's chest and he's super covered in slime or cum or whatever the hell it Both.
1: is slimy cum <laughs> yeah
2: it's it's thick and then it cuts Ooh, to the kake. next scene and he's like dry yep. and it goes back and forth between him like fully wet covered in goo and
1: dry yep and it's very distracting Um, And then the wings are so bad at this point. (laughs) Yes. It looks
2: like me and Jake made them in this garage. Seriously.
1: I mean, studio. Yeah. Studio. (laughs) Our studio garage uh, with the stuff that we have on hand already. Because if you've seen face off the kind of fucking construction that they do, some of the armatures Mm -hmm. and the appliances, you're like, what the fuck? How can you do that in a day? How much time do these people have? Right. Did they literally run into a makeup studio and put a gun to somebody's head? Like, make me some wings. (laughs) And the guy's like, I don't know, I the wing. It's not even just that, because when you look at his body,
2: he moves a lot, and it, it definitely looks like it's just a giant prosthetic. Yeah. yeah, there's like flapping parts that just don't form fit to his body.
1: The pecs never work. They're just right. bending and like poofing.
2: Yeah. Right. Instead of him looking ripped, he looks kind of just like fat and flabby. And yeah, it's very. He's strange. lumpy. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure.
1: So then he says, Hey, Melvin, you like video games, right? And Melvin's like, Uh. And then he. Because they
2: showed him playing. A video game
1: with one scene. Oh, fuck, with Claire. With Claire. Behind like, oh, she learned how to play it blind based on the sounds. It's the same sounds. <laughs> whoop, whoop, it's 8 bit graphics. It's the same. S- oh my God, Chadwick. How did we get in this situation? Oh, for those of you who don't know, Chadwick's not his real name. That's what makes it funny when I say that.
2: Yeah, He's it is definitely Chad. not. Which, my name, I hate it. Really? Yeah. I have four friends, all named Chad. They are all white, skinny people. I am Mexican, Japanese, and French, and everyone, everyone thinks I'm, when they hear my name, they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah.
1: Well, you we've talked about Asshole Assassination Squad, right? For those of you who've never heard it, there was a band when we went to high school um, called Asshole Assassination Squad. I have the EP in my record collection where they, they have this song. It was an anti-bro anthem called Chad's Must Die.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: And in the uh, (laughs) chorus, they say simply Chad's Must Die like 17 times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's a, I don't know. It feels like now it's a white bro joke name. For sure. Even on commercials. (laughs) SNL has a whole skit about Chad. I hope. it's he's like, okay, yeah, okay. That's the whole skit.
1: I hope that Casey Goldberg, who was in that band, has a Google alert because this is probably the first time that anybody's mentioned that band in about a decade.
2: Oh, he's masturbating hard right now. Hey! <laughs> one time
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna air out some dirty laundry. One time I was in a band and we followed one of Casey's bands that we got the gig and they went so far over that we had to play after the club was officially closed. So mad. <laughs> that was only nine years ago. So I'm still allowed to be mad for another couple of months, I think. Oh, all right. All out. Cool. All right. So Earth, <laughs> Earth, Wind, Fire, Water. Uh, yeah, Captain he mentions Planet.
2: there's five levels.
1: Yeah. But instead of heart, like an asshole, he does the mind. Ruins my Captain Planet crossover dreams. Who wins in a fight? Toxic Avenger, Captain Planet. Go.
2: Uh, Captain Planet.
1: He's a hero. Yeah. Going to take pollution down to zero and Toxic Avengers, Avengers
2: is pollution. Oh,
1: <laughs> take it. All right. So we end up in Earth. Where a hole opens up and sucks Toxie in and some guy has a lawnmower, then what happens?
2: Uh, the head Wicked Witch. Wicked Witch. <laughs> she says, I'll give uh, I'll give you Oh, points to like a gardener who has a lawnmower and she says, I'll give you like a thousand dollars. The most
1: dangerous fucking lawnmower <laughs> of all time. Oh yeah,
2: the blade's like freaking huge. It's a buzzsaw and it's completely
1: unshielded. It's <laughs> yeah. radical.
2: And she's like, I'll give you a thousand dollars to run him over. And she goes, wait, the budget's only $2 million for this movie. I'll give you $30. <laughs> and he's like, all right. And then it's a very, very long scene again. Oh, my God. Instead of him just like rushing and like chopping off his head, they try and build up suspense. And it's like three
1: minutes too long. Seriously, I mean, we've seen him blow up how many times? <laughs> I'm not worried about the buzz song.
2: Right. And so basically, uh, the gardener runs him over and it just cuts to him with a blade in his teeth. And then he throws the blade, hits another guy,
1: and the guy spits out his teeth. And we talked about it. When he spits the blade in the other guy's mouth, there's a total sight gag just waiting for it where the top of his head falls off. Right. That'd be so cool. And they don't do it. He just spits out teeth.
2: Yeah, because chopping his head off would have been too expensive. So they had to
1: just have fake teeth that he spits out. I would rather have a (laughs) bad mannequin's head cut off than the fake teeth. Oh,
2: I know. If they would have like cut to a horrible mannequin, I would have thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what they try. I mean, this, it feels like. But you're not getting like the gruesome like, yeah, because it was a henchman. It wasn't some random guy. So well, I don't need the effects
1: as good as the first one when he lowers the weight stack on that dude's head and rips it in half. Right. You could literally... Although I do love that part. Dude, for sure. That's <laughs> killer. But you could go down to a cosmetology school, get some you know, a uh, black mannequin and then just cut it in half and then put it on a string and put some gore in between and when the buzzsaw moves, you just pull it off. I would have been happy with that. Right. Exactly. Or pick up a random my titties person happy. and just... You, what did you say while I was talking I'm about kidding. flicking my titties? <laughs> Chad's telling me the other night when he's editing the video he's like, oh yeah, I'm working off my stress. I'm just going to drive around and kill hookers. And I was like, Please say Grand Theft Auto. Please say Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I did not say Grand Theft Auto. No, he did not.
2: Homeless is a real issue and those people need help.
1: In the trunk of Chad's <laughs> car. Then it cuts to fire, which he, the, de- the, the devil. The
2: lights on fire and that's it. Not like I'm going to burn the city or anything. He lights on fire and throws kind of like a fireball
1: at Toxie. Which is put out by people with water.
2: Yeah. Not like the town- fire. Like they're showing that the townspeople have heart for him still. And like, they're like, oh, we'll help you. They put him out. And they're like, oh, but we still have to put out the devil. And so Toxie pisses on him.
1: This is where he talks to little John Henry. Right. Awful. Awful
2: because in the other movies, his pee is like acid pee. This one's just like, no, he just pees out normal water.
1: Be so dope if it was acid. Right. It would have been much better. Yeah. And then also Toxie became Toxie through fire. Like he's covered in acid. But then when the paramedic touches him or whoever... His hands burst into flames. Then he jumps up and runs off, right? A flame. So right. you're, I don't know what was supposed to happen. Then we cut to Wind, which oh. is the longest, most dreadful of these, <laughs> where there is a bus scene chase for no but fucking reason. Wind's
2: the fastest element, and this scene was the longest.
1: <laughs> Seriously. So long story short, they do this thing where they take the bus falling off of a cliff and play it in reverse, and Chad noticed. That there's a, a scene where when they're showing it go vertically. They just tilted the camera 90 <laughs> degrees so it looks like it was rising. And it goes up a cliff. He then jumps up a cliff, which is actually just a doll falling down in reverse. And as he's going, he's saying, ow, 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 which makes no sense. <laughs> he lets the kids out of the back. The Wicked Witch shoots her shotgun. The bus falls on her, crushes her. Her legs curl up. Boom. The end. Chad, what happens with the water?
2: Oh, my God. Then the devil rebuilds the entire bus for some reason. Oh, fuck. We forgot <laughs> to mention
1: the, the whole racist thing where the white guy offers the black guy the watermelon. Oh, yeah. You had the uh, the rabbi eating pork. Yep. The rabbi eating pork. And then, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, the guy mentions pie and there's no payoff.
2: I thought for sure. <laughs> he's
1: holding a giant
2: cream pie and he's like, oh, this looks good. And you think it's going to be like a scare and it's going to go in his face or anything and nothing. They just like cut it out completely. Awful. <laughs>
1: So keep going with Uh, the water.
2: Yeah. So he rebuilds the entire bus just to hit Toxie with it and drag him to a mud hole. And that's it. But the bus flies into the mud hole and it's water and mud. But yet the bus explodes (laughs) everywhere.
1: Yeah. And then how does Toxie live through that trauma?
2: He does a front flip. It's actually a reverse flip, like a back flip, but... They just played it backwards and he flips out of the water onto what's left of the bus.
1: Completely fine. And that's it. And then he confronts the devil because he made it like,
2: to level five.
1: The mind. <laughs> Fuck me. So in the mind segment, he turns to his original self. Then what? Oh, you get to talk about the melt sequence.
2: Yeah, the melt sequence. Again, it was like still one of the better things just because something happened.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably But the they best, like
2: melt. Enough. They melt his like body and fast forward and then they rebuild it using or then he rebuilds into like the wimpy. geeky yeah. wimpy junk no guy yeah and, and you can tell oh. it's
1: fast forwarded because it, the backdrop behind the head that's melting is tree branches blowing in the wind right. so it looks like it's in a fucking <laughs> wind tunnel for christ's sake yeah and then it's wimpy guy who's super annoying
2: and from here i just started to tune out because it's him again
1: that's so bad don't
2: dude. put him at the end at the climax don't of the put scene. him at the ever yeah that's yeah. true
1: So Claire pulls out her shotgun. How does the devil combat a shotgun? The devil takes away her sight. And so she's kind of just
2: shooting stuff off uh, blindly or waving the shotgun around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Literally blindly. And I thought this is what I thought. Because she then ends up looking for the contract for a quote unquote escape clause. I thought that what it was going to be is the devil has reneged on the contract because she is now blind again. Took her sight away. Super simple. Instead, it's something for the force du jour for God, <laughs> what I mean, I guess, since by Im, Im, you know, putting the devil in, there's implicitly some counterbalance, maybe God. But right. that she runs, sucks.
2: She runs all the way to, uh, back to them blind somehow. Oh, I think the mom helps her run. Yeah, whatever. And it's they're stupid. both just
1: yelling about the escape clause.
2: Yeah, and uh yeah, they just said the escape clause is an act of God. Great. Hmm.
1: And then they get. You're oh, a lawyer. Is that is that a thing? It's bullshit. <laughs> So then he throws the devil to the ground. Chad, what does he do to the devil's skin? He
2: grabs him in the chest and rips off his entire skin. And what's left is a bunch of snakes and insects. And the worst uh,
1: mask ever with no seams covered up. Which is yeah, crazy. it's pretty bad. I mean, I get that the guy is standing in like a, a sand pit or something just to be in the mask. But come on, in right. some effort here.
2: Yeah. And he smells it. And so it's like he makes a funny face, throws it to the ground. And then he goes in again and rips his head off.
1: And what does he do with the head?
2: He throws it and they don't show it because they can't show it like flying super far away. So they just make a sound effect of it going.
0: Whoo!
1: And that's supposed to tell you it's going really far to Japan, Japan. <laughs> and so a guy who's the newscaster and the second one who's in these hilarious little situations is interviewing a guy. And he sprays what you could kind of guess contextually is some kind of hair care product on this bald guy to get him hair again. And then what lands on his head? The devil's the head. The devil's head. And that's <laughs> the end of the devil. Oh. This is where all my Christian friends can breathe a sigh of relief. Evil is gone from this world. <laughs> Except for the fact that this movie exists, which is clear evidence of Satan. <laughs> then they just get married. They get married and they don't really have like any sound
2: or anything that I can remember. It's literally just like showing a wedding video almost.
1: Well, he starts to say man and wife and then it's monster and wife and that's it. Credits roll. We're right. done. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know how we got this far into it. Chad and I were worried about the content. We're about an hour and a half almost.
2: But what's the slay of the game? <sighs> I think we both agreed that it was the devil coming out of the body, even though it wasn't really a sleigh, like he didn't die.
1: Well, we talked about it being like a vessel. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay. So like that dying. Exactly. Whatever. Okay. That works. Otherwise,
1: I mean, I got nothing, man. Like there's so little action in terms of what actually happens right. in this. Yeah. I'd I I say- mean, Toxie
2: melting kind of, but that's the same
1: thing. Oh yeah. We did agree with that, but then he's resurrected. So it's kind of.
2: Right. Yeah, And it killed our interest.
1: Seriously. <laughs> So in terms of ranking among the franchise, I think we both have the same consensus. One, four, two, three. Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Now I have a game for Chad. Uh Uh-oh. Because nobody in this movie went on to do anything of note ever in the rest of their lives. (laughs) I'm going to play a game with Chad called Actor from Toxie 3 or FBI Most Wanted List. (laughs) Okay. So you're going to tell me if this person's name was an actor in the movie. All right. Or if they're currently... On the FBI most wanted list. So I didn't go into old America's most wanted. This is this is this is pristine. current. Okay. Literally, you saw me make this game for you with Google. <laughs> yes. So Paul Borghese.
2: I would have to say Toxy.
1: Yes. He played Lou Cypher of the Apocalypse Corporation. All right. Fernando Antonio. Ooh, I feel like I'm racist if I say. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, I think he's in Toxy too. Damn. Chad did his homework. <laughs> Robert William Fisher, FBI. Damn it. Mark Allen Ginsberg, Hmm. (laughs) Ginsberg, uh,
2: FBI. No, he was one of the executives. That's what I was thinking, but I was like, maybe you threw it in there to uh, throw me off. All
1: right, Jason Derrick Brown,
2: Hmm. FBI.
1: Yep, Greg Allen Carlson, FBI lamont stevenson hmm toxi fuck off it's the fbi damn it kareem ratcliffe what that's a real name it is kareem ratcliffe <laughs> all right with uh, a t not a d like uh daniel,
2: daniel rat whatever uh toxi
1: yes shit i thought that was gonna be a good one because i didn't <laughs> pick any other like at you know, Eastern name That. Not- <laughs> All the other ones in on the FBI Most Wanted list right now are those. And I was like, that's kind of a dirt good boy. Right. That's why I was worried. I was like, oh. Alexis Flores. Mm, Toxy, Nope. FBI. Yes. Oh. Mark Fusili. Toxie. Yeah, man. You did really, really well. I, I looked at the IMDb. Fuck. Well. I actually did research for this. Hey, I did too. I found a couple of, of interesting things. I found out that a lot of stuff that was already in other articles, but I found it the <laughs> long way, so I get partial credit, man. So, Chad, uh, what do you think in the pantheon of slashers? Let's talk oh, about it. Let's wrap. Right, let's do this. The current classic is The Lost Boys. Not gonna not date. even close. Current slashic, of course, is Blood Diner. Not, not even, even close. close. But to its credit, I don't think it's the tragic of Ice Cream Man. No yeah i think ice cream is much worse see i always look at horror movies like this i always do this where it's like a merit badge system where it's like i'd rather have the badge than not um and then it's kind of just a term of prioritizing like i'm I'm always glad to have seen a horror movie even if it's bad because it's just something kind of checked off the list right and i think i'd rather watch the third in this series than the first of that series which i mean didn't become a series because sunday bloody sunday never happened but still like I don't feel like the juice was worth the squeeze on that, where even though this is bad, I think almost it helps you like one and four even more.
2: Yeah, for sure. And there is some like comedy that kind of hits the mark very rarely, but there's maybe like one or two scenes kind of like the pee throwing one. So, yeah, I think this movie is definitely not as bad as Ice Cream Man.
1: Perfect. Now, Chad, you've heard us do sign offs for a long time. Do you have (laughs) one that you thought of? (laughs) Uh, no, I did not even think about it till you just said it this second. Oh fuck! Uh, what did you say? Cannibalistic? What's? Come on, dude, come up with a gimmick. Uh, enjoy killing time till next
2: week. <laughs> enjoy killing time till next week, Brian. Come back. No, it's
1: enjoy. Because the way you said it was like <laughs> enjoy killing time. It's like no, enjoy killing time. Oh, Until enjoy
2: next- killing time
1: till next week. There you go. I like it with till <laughs> instead of until. It sounds so much better. Damn. So, for producer Chad, for butt squirt and Brian, <laughs> and for myself, I would like to remind you to go out there and do something you love. And remember that all work and no power play makes Jack a dull boy. Uh, To those devoted goons who are so in love with the podcast, that they're pulling the middle school, no you hang up, no you hang up, and refusing to turn off the show at the sound of the Pfft. I just wanted to say thank you, and as a way of showing my gratitude, I'm going to continue doing the post-credits song that we started with Kyle Tricola and the Strangers, it's so... I had thought of a silly name for it. You know, we could call it the Super Secret Slasher song, The Hidden Haunt, Jake's Jukebox, but I really just kind of like Hidden Track. I kind of miss those records that I would get as a kid. This week, to fit the theme of Toxic Avenger Part Three, The Last Temptation of Toxie, we have a song by our friends over at Batshit Crazy. You can follow them on Instagram at batshitcrazy_band. underscore band. Here's their song, Ellen's Grave. Feel free to check them out. Give them a like, give them a subscribe. Check out their music. It's a lot of fun. It's actually really well produced, uh, which is always so nice. If you have listened to the amount of punk and hardcore records that I have, they're terrible. Uh, it's kind of refreshing to have something that's artistic and well done. So enjoy. And I don't have a sign off for this yet, so...